Hi, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review and a bit of an apology. I thought I already reviewed The Old Guard. So I didn't jump on this movie when it first hit Netflix. I saw the trailers. It looked interesting. I wanted a a review or two because, you know, with Netflix, sometimes you get a very entertaining movie. Sometimes you get something that you wouldn't have gone to the theater to see, but it was okay. And then a few things that why am I watching this halfway through? Um, So I didn't really know what I was going to get with the old guard based on the trailers. But Charlize Theron is in it, so that's a good thing. And uh, I knew it was based on a comic book. So there you go. So I did actually check out a review, and it kind of colored. I, I try not to do reviews before I watch something. Um, I, I'll read a little bit. I'll skip over spoilers, that kind of thing, if I'm curious. But if, if usually a trailer intrigues me, I'll just watch the movie with you know going cold. I prefer that. But because this was a Netflix thing, and for some reason the Charlize Theron movie was going to Netflix first, I was like, okay, well, let's. So I got a guy's opinion, and before he got into spoilers, he said. <clears throat> One thing about the movie that stuck with me through the entire movie, and he was absolutely correct. Um, in a lot of action movies, critics will say the background characters are not fleshed out. They're two-dimensional. They're not, you know, they're not as fleshed out as the main characters. Well, obviously the writer, who is also the guy who wrote the comic book, Greg Rucka, um, and his the person who came in and helped punch up the screenplay obviously wanted to address that criticism because every single of the main characters, all of the characters in the in the motion picture have a backstory. You learn something about all of them. That is a good thing as far as storytelling and movie making goes, but on the flip side, the movie could have been a little bit shorter had they been a little bit more concise in their background stories. Some of the scenes do run on a little bit long, but I have mentioned this in an earlier podcast. This is what I'm finding now on Netflix and Amazon movies as opposed to things that are released theatrically. Maybe they don't go through that one last editing stage to tighten things up, but I find that especially on Netflix, some movies are just a little overlong. <clears throat> Sometimes it's just a couple of minutes. Other times it's like, really, this movie needed to be three hours? Um, <laughs> but for the most part, I think that goes along with, with what I said with Spike Lee and the other day watching... Um, the sweet blood of Jesus, when he's in the hands uh, or in the independent filmmaking world, he's a lot more long-winded than he is in the major studio releases. And I feel that part of that's probably the major studio that has something to do with it. Um, and the same thing with Netflix and Amazon. The movies tend to be longer uh, at some point. No, there were there was an action movie or a, a, a horror movie that I watched recently. It was 87 minutes and it was perfect. But anyway, this is one of those movies that could have benefited with a, a little bit of editing, but I can't knock off any points for it because they were trying to flesh out the other characters. The reviewer also said it's kind of Highlander, and it kind of is. You basically have a team of immortals. You find out early on that um, they've been around for a long time, hundreds of years. They're incredibly well-trained, and they do missions that other people can't do, and that makes sense. It's based on a comic book, but they're definitely not superheroes. It's very grounded. It's very gritty. It's very realistic. The the fight scenes are very John Wickish. they all tend to have, you know, automatic weapons and pistols, but they also carry some kind of ancient weapon, uh, an axe, a sword, um, because they're really, really good with it, and they can kill more people with a sword than they could with a gun. It, it, you have to see it. Um, and overall, it's just an action movie that has a lot of mythology in the background. It's good. It's entertaining. It's got, you know, uh, the the 
the set pieces are great. Um, the movie was made for $70 million. Gina Price Blythewood became the first black woman to direct a big-budget comic book movie adaptation. How about that? So um, they had already started working on it when Netflix came in and decided to finance the whole thing. A $70 million budget. It's all up on the screen. They filmed in real locations. Uh, there's not really any green screen stuff for the most part. And if it is, it's hidden very well. Uh, most of the actors do most of their own stunts. Um, I didn't notice a whole lot of you know facial switching or anything like that. Charlize is a force of nature in the film. She's incredibly convincing in her fight scenes as she has been in some of the action movies she's been in recently, like Atomic Blonde and Mad Max Fury Road. Um, Chiwetel Ejiofor is one of my favorite actors, and I wish he was in it a little bit more, but he's got a cool arc. Um, it's an interesting story arc that's arguably predictable if you've ever you know read a comic book or watched one of these comic book movies, but it he does very well with it. And all the actors in it, uh, Kiki Lane, Lucia Marinelli, uh, Luca Marinelli, um, Everybody inhabits the characters the way they should. There is a gay relationship in the movie, and the comic book author, when he sold the rights, said that has to be in the story. And it's been praised for that because it's a very honest you know, look at, well, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but you have to see the scenes with these two guys. It's, it's <laughs> The one is when they're captured is really good. But anyway, if you're looking for an action movie, you could do a hell of a lot worse. This is a big-budget Hollywood movie that was planned to go to theatrical and didn't because of the situation we're in. I think this probably could have been re- released theatrically, maybe with a bit of editing. Um, I was told that maybe there was going to be a series, but I just read this morning that uh, Charlize has said they're probably going to make a sequel at some point. Uh, Everybody wants to come back that survived the first movie, and uh, they do drop a little red herring right there at the end. They have a little Marvel-type tag at the end of the movie that's like, okay, yeah, I I need to see where the rest of this story goes. That was interesting. That was a nice plot twist. So overall, uh, you could do a lot worse on Netflix. The Old Guard is exactly what you think it would be. It's a little Highlander. It's a little John Wick. It's a little uh, comic drama. And overall, I was entertained for the slightly over two hours that it was on, and I'm looking forward to a sequel. There you go. It's it's really... Uh, and uh, by the way, if you're watching it on that, the only way to watch it now, I'm sure it's going to get a hard copy release on Blu-ray or whatever, but looks great in high definition. Uh, in 4K, the colors pop. It's uh, Even though it's filmed like a lot of desert scenes and things like that, when there's a flash of color like blood or uh, sunlight reflection, things like that, HDR kicks in quite nicely. Um, overall, this was, you know, this was a movie, if I saw it in the theater, I'd probably give it a B to a B minus because it was, it was felt a little long in places. But overall, I enjoyed the film and would like to see something else. Uh, I think they could really make a second one that's probably even better than this one, now that they've set up all the mythology and all that. So The Old Guard is now streaming on Netflix. It's been up for about a month now. If you haven't watched it yet, what are you waiting for? You're paying that monthly fee. Go watch a movie that's actually worth watching. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. I have a Patreon page. I have some other projects. All the links will be down here below. Please subscribe so you know when the new one's coming. Also have some big announcements coming. I can't wait for you to hear about that. I had a conference call yesterday that blew my socks off. I really am am, am over the moon. Just can't really. I wish I could talk about it. Anyway, uh, these are podcasts, and there's a whole lot more of them coming. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.